So hi, one of the good news podcasts with Hyro from Elders. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? So the creation of the band is literally just because music is something that I need to constantly be doing or else I kind of lose my mind a little bit with just life. That's just how it is. Uh, so the creation of the band just kind of followed the dissolution of my last band. And I just wanted to find a group of friends that I could enjoy making music with. And that was the end of it. Whatever came after is just what came. Uh, the name itself is just the fact that all of us in the band are the older sibling. Uh, so we found that a fun little fun fact about us and we just decided to go with it as a name. Okay. That is like so that. cool. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Um, so how do you feel about the response to your music so far? Uh, honestly, we've been really stoked on the response that we've gotten from a lot of people. Uh, I, I do feel like we sit in this nice, like, in-between of, like, straight-up math rock and straight-up prog rock, where it's not too much one or the other. Like, we try to have actual songs with song structures and not just go off the deep end becoming a jam band. So I think mm-hmm. that I've actually connected with people and usually at shows, people just seem to have a really good time because they can actually like move and dance along to the music, which has been honestly the best response that we could have hoped for. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process? <clears throat> sure. So basically for the most part, one of us, usually me will start by sending the rest of the group, like a song basically completely structured out in terms of just the basic skeleton. Um, And then from there, everyone in their own time will kind of like come up with ideas, come up with things that they like. Uh, And then when we all get together for practice, which has been hard lately, but when we get together for practice, uh, we all sit down and we give each other notes like, okay, uh, this part's too short, should be longer, this part's too long, should be shorter, rearrange the structure, kind of make the song from the basic skeleton and completely flush it out. So, it, it kind of is very much a group process in terms of the final product. But in terms of the initial idea, we don't really like jam too often and just go with that. It's more of a, we're playing this, like one of us will be playing the same part over and over again until they're like, okay, I figured it out. I know what I want, we can move on. Um, especially cause our bassist and drummer, um, like any good rhythm section, they're just, interlocked at all times so for them it's actually super awkward to (laughs) write without each other yeah uh because they just they feed off of each other so much so that's that's like the jammiest aspect of us is just in terms of how the rhythmic structure of the song comes through is just it's all them just feeding off of each other's energy that is so cool okay it's honestly i love like watching it happen because it's just like you have these ideas in your head, but then hearing what other people can come up with and then what they come up with together is just so much fun. Do you think you'd ever do like a video of you like walking through the process of how you guys all together create a song? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I want to be better about kind of like showcasing our writing progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just with everything with the pandemic being uh, kind of making things difficult. So I actually live in New York. Oh. Um, the other members live in Florida, but two of them are our other guitarist, Mikey, and our drummer, Gabe. They live in Davie, Florida. 
And then, so that's South Florida, like by Fort Lauderdale. And then our bassist, Sam, lives in Orlando. Wow. So we're yeah. all spread <laughs> out right now. Uh, usually we'll all convene uh, down in South Florida and usually we'll be there for like a week and we'll write a bunch of stuff. Um, but that's a, a little, travel's a little difficult right now. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Oh my God, okay. Yeah. So where's your headspace usually at while creating music? Um, you know, my headspace for music can come, can it's just in a variety of different places. Sometimes I come up with really fun little riff ideas when I'm literally just sitting on my couch watching TV. Uh, but then when that kind of thing happens, I kind of just like drop everything that I'm doing and like really hammer out the riff and make sure that it's that I really have it down and then I'll grab my phone or if I'm already on my computer, then I'll plug into whatever uh, interface I'm using and mm -hmm. just like record the idea really quickly and jot it down so that I don't forget it. But for the most part, my headspace is just I'm kind of messing around with different chord shapes and then just kind of breaking them apart a little bit, seeing what I can get out of it. Um, if there was something that I listened to recently that I was just like, I, I really like what they did, like composition wise, I'd like to try to do something similar. Then I'll take that as almost a challenge and I'll kind of let that influence drive me in the direction of a song. Um, and so everything, like it'll either be like very intentional where I am sitting down with my instrument and I'm like, okay, this is the kind of song that I've heard lately that I really like and I want to go kind of in that style and let that influence me or it's just completely unintentional and I'm sitting on my couch either watching TV or between rounds of Smash while I'm on Zoom with friends okay. talking shit at each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, so do you think you get like a better result if it comes naturally or if you uh, just go and try to make a song? Uh, it definitely varies. Going... I'd say the natural process has definitely yielded better results overall. Okay. Uh, trying to force it sometimes can go well because I'm just in a mood that I feel like I can I can make it happen. Mm -hmm. uh, other times, if you try to just force it too much and you're it, you're not even really in the mood to make that kind of thing happen, then it's yeah. just not going to go anywhere. Or even if you can squeeze something out, the next day you listen to it and you'll be like, eh, it wasn't really worth all the time I put into it. I should have just practiced one of the other riffs that I came up with and tightened those up and tightened up the structure for something else. And so sometimes it's better to pick and choose what kind of things you're doing because until the song is done and released, the song is not done. Like there's still work to be done on it. Okay. Okay. Right. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on your music? Uh, I mean, so for the music that we've released so far, our biggest influences i'd say have been like tricot and so i watch her from afar dance gavin dance circus survive uh strawberry girls a lot like birds those kinds of bands uh we've played with polyphia before and they're they're not exactly a huge influence in terms of uh like super fast shreddy thing that they like to do um we're not into the whole trying trying to show off as much as possible thing but they do have really good ideas in terms of how their songs progress and kind of where their songs come from it's just that extra that super extra flair that they throw on top that we don't really gravitate towards but yeah, even in terms of just like style that's something that we like doing 
But in reality, the music that we listen to more than anything doesn't really uh, correlate that much with what we play. It's just, it shows itself in other weird ways. So uh, our drummer is super, super into jazz, funk, um, metal, like like metal, metal, like Metallica, Opeth, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And so he he likes to go from like swinging things a lot and to just like super four on the floor, just heavy. Yeah. When he just at the drop of a hat, just because that's what he feels like doing. And so it's it's fun to have those influences because even though our music is instrument, like because our music is instrumental, that kind of just gives us free reign to do what we want. So like I myself, my favorite artists that I've been listening to have been like Lewis Cole is a phenomenal multi-instrumentalist. Uh, he does like this weird, like electronic jazz, like live thing that he basically like loops himself and that's how he builds his songs. Oh, wow. Um, so him, uh, I've been listening to The Strokes' new album a lot. Thundercat, who's a phenomenal bassist, another one of my huge, huge musical heroes right now. And so it's it's like, even though we're playing this like weird math rock kind of style, they're like groove inflections and the weird little things that they do and the weird little rhythmic things they do as we like learn them and really dissect them, they kind of find their way into our playing. So even though melodically or stylistically, it might not be the same, those like little ideas really came through from things like that yes okay i get that i get yeah. that okay uh so this question should be like super super fast i want you to describe your music in three words just off the top of your head uh fun groovy sabroso i can't pronounce the last one but yes <laughs> 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 wonderful that's great <laughs> thank you that was fast so i appreciate yeah. it uh so you guys have a remix EP on the horizon. By the time this is out, it'll probably already be out. Uh, how did that come about, that whole? So um, going back to what I said about all of us having a bunch of different influences, uh, we wanted to kind of put our songs into the hands of people who might be in those other styles. Um, and with everything going on in the world, we wanted to be able to other than directly donating out of our own pockets because unfortunately some of us are our drummer works in the entertainment industry so he's a like a wedding drummer and everything so that whole industry has been thrown for a loop uh our other guitarist works in education so when schools shut down uh he didn't really have a lot of income also living in florida teachers don't really live or don't really make a living wage down there too much um so it's not like they could really afford either to directly donate. So we decided that hopefully one good way that we could really give back to our community would be to release a remix EP of our songs by giving it to our friends who, like I said, are in these other styles of music that we enjoy, um, letting them do their thing and run wild and have a blast with it as much as they could. And then try to donate any and all proceeds that it would make to uh, the Miami chapter of Food Not Bombs which provides uh, food resources and a variety of everyday goods to uh, the homeless population down in Miami. Oh, that was really nice of you guys. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, so aside from the remix EP, are you working on any new projects? Because you guys haven't released anything in like two years. Yeah. Is there a reason why? The reason why is one that I moved up to New York for grad school. Mm-hmm. 
which I'm done with now. And of course, now that I have like days off and time that we, we had like a whole week planned that uh, on top of the weekenders we were going to do, we were just going to lock ourselves in a room and just finish writing our next EP or LP, or whatever it is that we wanted to do. We have 16 songs now just sitting in a Dropbox, just oh, wow. waiting to be finished in person. Yeah. Because of everything that happened, we haven't been able to really, like I said, lock ourselves in a room and uh, bang out these songs. But yeah, no, there is definitely a lot of music that we have in the works. Um, and we constantly send each other back and forth new ideas and build upon it more. Um, but the other two things are one, I myself just moved yesterday to a new apartment. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's taken up some time. And then our drummer and other guitarist moved into a house together as well. So that took up a lot of their time. And on top of that, because of the area they moved into, they need to figure out how to not be too obnoxiously loud with drums. Mm -hmm. So they've been kind of figuring that out. But we also did just get like a little recording setup for the drums. Um, our guitarist, is other guitarist has figured out a recording setup. So demoing is definitely going to be a lot easier now. Um, so that's something we're looking forward to. And then hopefully we'll have, even if it's just a demo to put out by the end of the year, yeah. that'll be something that we can tide people over with to let them know that we do still exist and are still yeah. actually putting out music and not just a remix EP. Um, but it is, it is very much, there's, there's songs that we have in that Dropbox that are like three years old at this point. Some oh, that wow. Played, yeah. Some that we've played live too. It's just the fact that we haven't been able to to really get into a studio because of life or for whatever reason it's just that's the only reason why we haven't put anything out lately no real okay. rhyme or reason all right all right that's valid that's yeah. valid uh so as you said you guys are an instrumental band any reason behind that um so originally my goal when i was putting together the band wasn't for us to be instrumental but then we kind of just kept going as an instrumental band and it was just because we didn't really find any singers in the area that we particularly clicked with didn't and then we just at some point just gave up pursuing that and just decided to make our instrumental music as full as we could mm -hmm. with the four of us and so uh we do have plans for uh like vocal features on our new music. We've already been talking to people about it. We already have specific songs that we know that we're going to have this person sing on or this person sing on. Uh, but in terms of like veering away from that, I don't think we're going to add a singer anytime soon. Um, mostly just because that's, that's what we're comfortable with at this point. Okay. That's about yeah. yeah. Makes sense. It's your thing. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. So where do you see the band in the next five years? um honestly in the next five years i pretty much expect us to be doing the same thing just maybe at a slightly higher level in terms of uh output and touring that's just we that's what we wanted to do starting this year uh like i said i graduated from grad school so we were supposed to have more time and then uh and the world you know, ended the world, yeah the world yeah. set itself on fire so Hopefully next year, when things uh, will hopefully be somewhat back to normal around the springtime, then we can actually reschedule. We actually had uh, a Memorial Day run with a band from Atlanta called Challenger Deep that we were going to do. And then part of that run was going to be in Tampa 
where we were going to do a live session of the new songs that we've had done forever. So we were going to release them that way. And of course that run got canceled because yeah. of everything. So uh, that couldn't happen. Then in August, we were supposed to have shows with uh, Zeta out of, uh, technically out of Venezuela, but they're in Miami right now. And then Desira out of Texas. Um, again, life got in the way. But yeah, hopefully we'll just be able to make those shows happen at a larger scale next year. We'll be playing Fest again next year and just continuing to build off that. And just honestly, we're just trying to have a good time. Okay. This isn't a, it's not, it's not not a career, mm -hmm. but it's not our main focus of our lives either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so for the last couple of questions, are you going to shift away from music and go straight to death row? So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Uh, so my favorite meal of all time requires explanation just because it's called sango. And I know that's not really a common dish, mm -hmm. but it's an Ecuadorian dish where my family is from uh, that. It's like uh, a plantain stew with uh, typically made with seafood, like shrimp or fish. And then it has like a, a peanut butter sauce added to it as well. It's typically served with like right over rice with lemon and hot sauce. And uh, it is one of my favorite dishes of all time. I still haven't had anything quite like it from anywhere else. So yeah, just that would be my I, big plate of that. Um, that sounds then, delicious. Yeah, so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, my drink. Um, you know, after moving yesterday, I had a beer and it was good, but it was just fine. Uh, but I made my wife a gin and tonic and I love gin and tonics normally, but just something about it just was that much better last night after all of the exhaustion of everything and moving. And it was just so much more refreshing. So I think that at the end of the day, when it comes down to death row and I want just one last refreshing drink, it would have to be a gin and tonic. Okay. All right. Solid. So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? It's a good question. Um, I watch way too much anime. So <laughs> I'm trying to think of one right now that isn't like too messed up, but also would be just fun. So I think probably like My Hero Academia would be <gasps> fun. Yeah. Just because, uh, you know, obviously there's some not great things happening with the League of Villains and such, but you live in a world where almost everyone has superpowers, and that sounds like a blast. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what would you want your quirk to be? Uh, I think some form of teleportation. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we have spoken to has said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Blue. Any specific you, shade? Um, typically like a lighter blue. Uh, not, not like baby blue, but a little bit darker than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just it's my entire life has been blue. That's, that's what I've always gravitated towards. All right. Mm -hmm. Solid. Wholesome. Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen to my band Elders. We have a remix EP coming out on October 2nd on Bandcamp, and then it'll be on streaming services on October 9th. All of the proceeds from that EP are going to be going towards 
uh, Food Not Bombs in Miami. And I just want to shout out to First World, who did the Mercado remix, uh, or one of the Mercado remixes, Lautlos, who did the meditation version of Mercado, and then Lando in the Infinite Sadness, who did the uh, Sour Diesel remix. And they are all fantastic projects. You should check them out. If you're a fan of uh, Chill Wave, you'll love First World. If you're a fan of jazzy neo soul you'll love lando and if you love super ambient laid back electronic music then latlos will be your thing all right Thanks. sounds awesome thank you for sitting down with us uh this has been hyro from elders and we're the good noise podcast